Hey guys, welcome to the Women Going Big podcast. And I'm thrilled and excited both at the same time to introduce my guest today. And I'm actually pretty like personally excited for this, um, you know, this conversation because, uh, well, I guess I can introduce my guest first, but um, Kristen, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. And just a little background before Kristen introduces herself. Um, I met Kristen in Vegas and she, I, how do I put this? Um, I, I get, Kristen, I guess I will let you introduce yourself because I'm doing a poor job of it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Perfect. Um, yeah, so I work for, professionally work for Cargill Animal Nutrition, representing um, Neutrina Feeds and a couple of other feed companies. I'm an equine nutrition specialist for them, and I'm able to travel around the country for them. And I I'm also very active in the Western world. I uh, live, I grew up and live on a cattle ranch and ride and train barrel horses myself. So um, it's a little bit of my background. I've also recently gotten into running, um, been running quite a few marathons the last few years. So I you know, try to keep my plate full and do a little bit of everything. I was just going to say, I'm like, it sounds like you were extremely busy. And I relate to that on a real level. Um, like I said, this is going to be kind of cool because this is a conversation where we get to learn a little bit about each other as well. But, um, I totally relate to having a full plate. And I think that there's a lot of women that are listening that either don't, didn't choose to have a full plate, but does, or there's women that choose to have a full plate and actually enjoy it. Um, can you, I, you know, I would love, and I'm a horse girl myself, so you grew up on a ranch. Um, what are you doing specifically right now? You know, you said you train bale horses, but what's kind of your focus? So uh, basically I've got a, you know, little mini breeding operation, if you mm -hmm. want to call that. I just, I bought a broodmare a couple of years ago and I really enjoy starting young horses. So I have a, right now a two-year-old and a yearling and then my mare is due in a couple of months with another. And I, I just really enjoy that process. So when mm -hmm. I get them started living on a cattle ranch, it's kind of a cool opportunity because I like, you know, I rope on them, gather cattle, brand calves, sort, um, but they all pretty much get started on the barrels also. Mm -hmm. So it gives me a really unique opportunity to not just have my horses in the arena, but to get them out and do some real life stuff as well. Which is super important um, for those of you that maybe aren't familiar with, you know, the horse world, um, having a well-rounded animal kind of, I think personally, it makes all the difference when you either go to sell that horse or even, you know, if you're giving it a job, just having a well-rounded horse that, you know, isn't just a barrel horse or isn't just a performance horse. Um, you know, I think it gives them, gives them a better mind. For sure. I, I kind of relate it back to humans too. Like we have our job that we do every day, right? We're kind of busy. We focus on that, but we all have something we like to do, you know, after mm -hmm. work, whether it's we take our dogs for a walk or we go hiking on the weekends. And I feel like that's how I treat my horses. I, they have a job, but I mm -hmm. also try to get them out and do other things. Yeah. That's their sanity. That's what keeps them happy and feeling good. Cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. And then, so um, do you then keep your babies? I mean, from the time that they they drop, I mean, do you keep them all the way like up until they're two 
and you just keep them that whole time or how what's your timeline look for like like look for that I do. Um, I try to do as much as I can. Like I said, I'm busy and I do travel mm-hmm. for work a lot. So mm-hmm. I have a couple of trainers that will sometimes put, you know, 30 or 60 days on a mm-hmm. horse for me. Um, but for the most part, I try to keep them and then I get them started on the pattern and, um, you know, haul them and run them. And then just mm-hmm. as like with these up and coming ones, I'm going to probably have to sell a couple of them just because mm-hmm. I don't have enough time in the day to ride that many horses. Yeah. But, um, but I, I like to keep them too. I've got one right now that he's eight this year that I raised and trained and I've actually got a girl buying him. She'll be here tomorrow to pick him up. And it's, it's kind of a, a sad process, but mm-hmm. I'm really excited for their future. And it also kind of opens up future for me because it kind of yeah. moves me from those finished horse back down to my babies so I can focus on them a little bit more. That's cool. And, you know, for a lot of people doing that, because I've, I don't want to say I've been down that road. I wanted to go down that road, but that's almost a full-time job on top of your other full-time job. Um, so how do you, I mean, just as far as like a routine, because I'm big, I mean, I work from home, so I know routine is huge for me. Um, how does, you know, how do you manage that? I, I, live a pretty, like when I work from home, when I'm not traveling or like staying on the road, I do work from home. So I have that working in my favor, but I'm a very, um, structured, like scheduled type person. So when I'm home, I have a, I kind of sit down and schedule my days, like down to the minute almost. Mm -hmm. And I think about everything that I need to do in a day and that kind of determines how early I wake up and it, you know, with my goal of getting everything done, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I don't have the luxury of like a lit arena. I, so mm-hmm. I have to ride during daylight hours. Yeah. Um, like I said, I also run a lot. So I try to squeeze those in, you know, early mornings cause I can run when it's dark and then mm-hmm. I can ride when I get done with that. Um, but I mean, I have a lot of 3 a.m., 4 a.m., 4, 4, 4.30 is a normal wake up for me, mm-hmm. um, at probably six days a week. So, wow. you know, it, it's a matter of, I never thought I would say that honestly in my <laughs> life when I was growing up, you couldn't get me out of bed. I was yeah. not a morning person. And now I am, you know, I, I mean, this morning I woke up at 2.45, I had stuff I needed to get done. And I just knew that if I didn't wake up early, it wouldn't get done. So, Mm -hmm. um, it's become become my norm and I actually have grown to really enjoy it. That's cool. And, you know, I kind of just want to touch on, because that says a lot about like your, your motivation, like you said, just to get things done. Um, and what would you say changed? Like, do you think that it is a hundred percent just your motivation to get things done is what changed? from when you weren't a morning person to now? You know, the, a lot of it has to do with that, like getting things done. I actually credit a lot of it to the running, um, to kind of venture off into that world. I, I used to, again, hate running. I mm-hmm. never was a runner. Um, and I, I got a sales job. I was traveling a lot and I was out of shape and didn't, wasn't happy with the way I looked. Mm-hmm. And I decided to get back in shape and I, you know, started running slowly and have worked up to, you know, full marathon training and have kind of just gone in, you know, I jumped in head first with that. And I have a coach now that helps me and I'm training for the Boston marathon in April. 
Um, and, and that honestly has, has given me the motivation to get up early to get it done, mm -hmm. but also the energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have way more energy now than I ever used to. And I think that's what makes it a little bit easier to manage my day when I don't feel exhausted all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I do want to speak because my audience, you know, I've got people on both sides that are both business owners and entrepreneurs that work from home. Then I have people that are nine to five and they do go to an office and they're finding it hard to squeeze in time, you know, because if you're, if your normal life is to wake up, you know, maybe make breakfast or coffee, if you're lucky, run out the door, go to your office, work all day, maybe stop at the grocery store on your way home. Like there's just not a lot of time when the majority of your day is spent at the office. Um, what was, I don't want to say the breaking point, but kind of like the turning point for you where you realized, okay, this isn't working anymore. Like I need to change something. Like you kind of touched on it a little bit about, with the running, but yeah. Can you remember that time where like you just decided, okay, like enough's enough kind of thing? Yeah. I, you know, I actually went through a period, probably a, a long period, six months or longer of this like attempt to get back in shape, you know, like that, mm -hmm. oh, I'm going to go run a mile and then, you know, eat everything in the fridge. And it mm -hmm. just, you know, you never really get anywhere with it. Yeah. And I, I have a specific memory of, um, on social media, it was on Instagram, a, a friend of mine posted a picture, a, um, like 28 day challenge that she had done. And it was, she saw really quick results with it. Mm -hmm. And that, that got me jump started. I, paid into it. I bought the program mm -hmm. and I'm very, um, tight with my money. So when mm -hmm. I buy something, I do it, mm -hmm. you know, I'm yeah. not, I don't want to waste my money. So mm -hmm. I, I did that, that got me started. And that was more or less just the, like the motivation that I needed. And, mm -hmm. but I will say, I have a lot of people ask me like, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you have the hours in the day. Mm -hmm. And, you know, part of me is very matter of fact. We all have the same number of hours in the day. Mm -hmm. We all have different schedules and I, I respect that, but I, I sacrifice things to do, to accomplish my personal goals and mm -hmm. professional goals. So, um, you know, sometimes I just say like, it's, it, it's hard. 3 a.m. alarm clocks are not really fun, mm -hmm. but feeling accomplished at the end of the day makes it worth it for mm -hmm. me. And, you know, I love that. And I, I just had a thought and I'm really bummed because it came as like, it left as soon as it came into my head. Gosh dang it. Um, oh, I think I was going to touch on the fact that everybody has the same hours in the day. And again, like it, it really comes down to like, how bad do you want it? Like yeah. how bad either do you want to be in shape? How bad do you want to make time for the things that you love and also dedicate enough time to your work? Um, and, and I totally, I totally agree with that. Yeah, that's huge. And and I've had, I've been approached by people like, how do you, you know, how do you do it? I need help. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I hate to, I, I don't always want to tell them like, well, I can't do it for you, but that's yeah. the truth. You it have is. to get to a point personally where you're ready to make a change, whether mm -hmm. that is, you know, to get in shape or to, you know, read a certain number of books in a month or something. You have to get to that point where you're just like, okay, I'm ready to do this. And um, you know, you can try to get started. You can get, be motivated here and there. Um, I, 
I follow and read, I don't know if you're familiar with David Goggins, but mm-hmm. he's a little bit on the harsh side. He was a, um, a Navy SEAL and he has some quotes around motivation and inspiration. And he's like, motivation comes from inside of you. Inspiration mm-hmm. comes from others. Mm-hmm. So when people ask him like, what are your, what's your motivation? How do I get that motivation? He's very much, you know, he, he says, choose things to inspire you that will drive your motivation. Mm-hmm. And that kind of resonated with me in a sense of like, okay, I, I have found the things that mean a lot to me mm-hmm. and that's what keeps me going. So it's, you know, not really a straightforward answer, but when you find that thing, I, I think it's, it, it's kind of like a light bulb, like, okay, I've got this. And then you move forward with it. Yeah. Because I mean, it's the whole, you can't be, I don't, well, you can't be lukewarm about something. Um, you either need to be on or you need to be off, hot or cold. You know, you you can keep just going on and, you know, I, I call it, um, oh my gosh, there's a word for it. My brain is just not working today. <laughs> um, no, but it's just like where people get into the routine and they literally just do the same thing over and over and over again. I guess routine is the best way to say that. But, you know, there gets to a point where you are, you're making limited decisions for yourself. Like you're just doing something out of pure habit rather than thinking, okay, is this actually good for me? Or does this get me further along to where I actually want to be? Yeah. You know, and I think that it takes, like you said, I think that it takes somebody actually telling themselves, okay, like this is something I need to change and how can I keep myself accountable and how can I, you know, how can I move myself closer to the end goal? Um, and I like what you said about the motivation. I read a book also recently, and I can't, I think it was um, Good to Great, and I forgot the, the author of it, and I've been reading it for on and off. It's kind of a tough book to read, but he talks about how motivation is, like you said, it's something that you have to decide every single day, and how the motivation or like the motivational speakers that people go to talk to is that when people come back from those, they fail because there's nothing inside of themselves to keep them accountable to that, you know? Yeah. So when people are looking for a change, that change has to come from within and not other people. So I love Absolutely. that. Yeah. I actually just posted a um, quote on my, I think it was my Instagram the other day that said that was happiness uh, is not a direct result of an action. Happiness is a choice that you make. Mm-hmm. And I think the same comes for motivation or happiness. You know, it's something that, you know, if you're always looking for something to help you or something to make you happy, that's not, you know, it's, it's harder than that. Sometimes it has, you have to just get to that point where it, you are truly happy or you are truly motivated to do something. Yeah. And, um, but, but I think, you know, it's there and it's there for everybody. We don't mm-hmm. all, work at the same pace or progress at the same rate, but, Mm -hmm. but we all find that motivation somewhere in our lives. I love that. And, you know, I just wanted to touch on, um, really quick, but, you know, as far as like what your goals are and one of my things on this podcast is like, I want to make sure that people listening is again, like this isn't, I don't want this to be like an external motivator. You know, I don't want people to listen and be like, oh yeah, that sounds really nice, but I'm never going to do that kind of thing. Um, You know, as far as taking like that first step, like after you decided, okay, like this is what I want. I'm not sure how to get there though. Like, what would you say, like, what would you recommend to people being that first step of moving towards that goal? 
You know, I think having um, like a timeline for me is what works the Mm -hmm. best. And I think if you're, if you've got a goal and I I feel like this is something that gets repeated all the time, but say it out loud and write it down. Mm -hmm. Um, Remind yourself every day. I know some people tape goals up, you know, in their vanity mirror so that Mm -hmm. every morning they see that goal and they're Mm -hmm. working towards that goal. Um, You know, if it takes a little bit more than that, invest into something that will help keep you accountable for that. That, I mean, that was for me, that was part of it. I Mm -hmm. invested in a program that helped me and made me think in my head, like, well, don't waste your money on this because Mm -hmm. you you're committing to it. Um, and, and then just kind of, you got to keep your goals fresh too. I I mean, I think about the way I started, I started just trying to get in shape and lose some weight ultimately. Mm -hmm. And I, I never imagined running distances and races and doing all these things that I do now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I I ran a shorter race and I did pretty good. And I thought, huh, that was kind of cool. I'm a pretty competitive person by Mm -hmm. nature. So then I entered another one and then I went a little further and decided to do a half marathon. And, um, you know, and it's just, it just kind of progressed from there. And I Mm -hmm. think you kind of let let your one goal, once you kind of accomplish that goal or achieve something, Mm -hmm. let that determine that next goal. Yeah. Um, but that just keeps you taking one step in front of the other. You know, you're, you've got to always have something you're working towards. That's cool. I like that a lot. And, um, you know, I have to ask too, what, you know, what are your goals right now? And you kind of just spoke a little bit on like what your, your goals one by one were, but what do your own goals look like right now? You know, for me, I'm, you know, I'm really, I'm in a good place as far as like professionally and, and personally with my, my horses and my, mm-hmm. you know, balance of my life. But I, I would like to be able to, you know, pr- like build this. I don't necessarily want to be a trainer and train mm-hmm. horses for a living, but I would like to build some type of a, you know, a business around our cattle and our horses mm-hmm. that would, that I'd be able to like scale back on some of the, you know, working for another company and increase mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's the stuff that makes me happy every day. Yeah. Uh, not that my, not that my job does not make me happy because I, <laughs> yeah. I work with horses also. I mean, yeah. I, I work with, in, with equine nutrition every day, but, um, you know, I think finding that balance and being able to kind of, I, I really like the flexibility of being your own boss. And, mm-hmm. and so that's been, in the back of my mind as far as how I want to get there and what, Mm -hmm. what steps I want to take. And I can't say that I have a a structured plan for that right now. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of taking it day by day and seeing how, how this goes with the horses that I've got. And I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, growing my, my little business little by little, and, and then just going to kind of let it lead me where it goes. I like that. And I think that that's really important too, for anybody out there that's you know, has thought about maybe starting a business or anything like that. And I was at that point too, where, you know, I was working technically a full-time job still, but starting a business was what my passion was. And being my own boss was, you know, where my, you know, where I wanted my life to be, but it wasn't something that happened overnight. Um, You know, you don't get clients overnight. You don't, you don't have a price structure set up overnight and it, I mean, it took me a solid year to get to a point where I was self-sufficient in my business that I didn't need a W-2 job anymore. Um, So that's a great example. And, you know, sometimes just having that big goal and like you said, just kind of seeing day by day where things lead 
um, is sometimes the best option. And the horse industry is, I don't want to say it's not forgiving, but it's not really. Um, like, it's I feel like tough. it's really, it is, it's really tough. And a lot of it's word of mouth. You know, people, if they buy a good horse, they're going to tell 10 of their friends. But if they buy, if they buy a horse and it's not good, um, it's even worse. And I've been there and I, I hate selling horses. It's, yeah. it's oh, probably I do. <laughs> awful. <laughs> that's, that's honestly the hardest, the, I guess the biggest struggle that I have in thinking about building a horse business is yeah. that the selling of horses has always been something that <laughs> I have not enjoyed all yeah. the time, you know? And, and I think part of it comes from, you know, I'm a real honest person. And mm -hmm. I, just like you said, if you sell a horse, that's not good or not sound or mm -hmm. whatever, I promise you it'll end up on social media and oh, yeah. everybody's going to know that you sold them that horse. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very honest and, you know, and then it, it gets a little frustrating because mm -hmm. then people want a, a unicorn mm -hmm. and I'm going to tell them like, Hey, this is not, this is what you've got. You know, <laughs> yeah. there is, yeah. there is no such thing as a unicorn. We all yeah. love our horses, but they all have their flaws yeah. and, and you got to be really upfront and, and it's a tough business because not everybody yeah. will be that way. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there's a lot of people out there that will tell you what you want to hear mm -hmm. and you'll buy the horse and you'll think everything is great until it's not great. And yep. um, so that's, it's definitely a tough business. And I think that's why I haven't been overly aggressive to just jump right into it because yeah. I want, I want to see, I want to feel it out first mm -hmm. and see kind of where I want to go professionally in that manner. Well, that's cool. Um, I'm super looking forward to seeing what you do. Um, and I have kind of been seeing your post on Facebook, so it's neat to kind of see you, um, you know, I know you travel a lot, so I'm like, oh my gosh, this girl is crazy. I, and I super admire your motivation to get things done because, um, and hundred percent honesty, my motivation is not there. Not at the 3 a.m. mornings, not quite. <laughs> it's, it's tough. And it's, I mean, this time of year is real hard for me. I've got multiple trips where I'm on the road 10 to 15 days straight. And wow. I mean, yeah, I'm sure I know you travel too. You're familiar mm -hmm. with when you live in a hotel for 15 days, you want nothing more than your own bed and your own oh, yeah. routine and schedule. Um, and I think that's where the, honestly, the running kind of came into play there because when I'm in a hotel room, I can't go ride my horses. I don't have them yeah. with me. Mm -hmm. And that was the one thing that I could do to kind of escape and, and bring that like some joy into my day. You know, I could look forward to, going out for a run and exploring a new city when I'm out of town. Um, and I think that's kind of been the biggest motivation for me it, just to keep doing it on the road. Cause that's, I, I mean, I hear it all the time. I was gone last weekend for a bachelorette party and I got up early when everybody was mm -hmm. still sleeping and I went mm -hmm. for a run and, you know, and, and most people are like, Oh my gosh, I know how you do it. And, but for me, it's my sanity at this mm -hmm. point. It, it keeps me feeling a little bit normal when I'm completely out of my Normal. comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. And then, you know, just kind of as we wind down here, have there ever, because I know like we've been talking a lot about motivation and routines and, you know, balance, but when you were getting started and maybe even now, like, are there days where you're just like, wow, this is like really hard. Like, like I don't really <laughs> feel like doing anything today. There's a lot of those days. I mean, it's everything is still a balancing act, mm -hmm. right? Like I have, um, you know, I think like 
eating right and feeling good on the road is, is a huge struggle for me. And it's like days where I'm just like, oh, nothing is, nothing feels good. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I've been eating out and body doesn't feel good and I'm tired and I don't really want to go for a run or I don't mm-hmm. want to do this. And mm-hmm. um, I think we all run into those days. And and I try to be very real with myself. If I'm having a day where I just, it's, it's not right. Like something's off. I'm not great. I'll just give myself a day off. Mm-hmm. and then pick it up the next day. And, you know, I don't allow myself to have like multiple days in a row because I feel like at some point your mind is going to start tricking you into yeah. like, eh, well, I could just sit here a little bit longer, or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but, but your body does need rest and, and rest is something that I think is so important no matter what you're doing, you know, just yeah. working a full-time job. I think that's the funniest thing about, you know, even having like an office job. I, I've done that as well. And you sit all day, most mm-hmm. of the day, and then you come home and you are exhausted. And it's yep. like, how am I so tired? I haven't done anything. You know, I've yeah. been sitting at a desk with that mental exhaustion mm-hmm. and you know, you're, you're still fatigued and your body still needs that rest to recover and be able to perform, you know, mentally mm-hmm. from the day to day. So I like that. Well, Kristen, um, I absolutely, you know, I think that's a really great place to start great place to start. We're not going to start over. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a great place to kind of wrap up here, but you know, I absolutely, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um, I don't want to say it was kind of unconventional, but it was, this is definitely, I've had one other conversation that kind of revolves around the industry that we're in with another gal. Um, but it was more on like a hobby personal level. Um, and I, I would love to get back on with you and actually dive into the actual like Western industry and kind of the differences between the Western industry and anything else out there. Um, Cause I know you know a lot about that, but um, for for now, I think that this was a great place to start. And I just, I really appreciate you being on the show today. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it and I would be happy to come back and, and chat some more. I think it's, you know, I, it's great to be able to hear other people's perspectives and talk through things and it's fantastic. So I really appreciate you having me on. No problem. And you know, that's, that's the whole goal of this is that I want, you know, if there's women out there that, because I know for a fact that we struggle with getting things done and having the same hours in the day, but not knowing how to use them, you know, or getting in shape or just, you know, if there's something that you want to do that you're not making time to do, I think it's cool to see somebody who's, you know, been in that pre-stage and then has overcome the challenges of making the time to doing it. Um, you know, so I think that you could be a huge motivation for some people out there that might be trying to decide that. Absolutely. I motivate, helping people is like my number one motivation, honestly. I mean, we talked a lot about my personal goals, but mm-hmm. Anytime anybody tells me like, oh my gosh, I read this post or I read this and you got me motivated to go outside or to go ride my horse or whatever it is. And it just brings me so much joy. So I hope that I can do that for some other people as well. Awesome. Well, if people want to follow you on Facebook for some more motivation, where could they find you at? Um, My uh, name on Facebook is Kristen Stevens. It's spelled um, Kristen with two I's and Stevens with a PH. So that's um, a little bit of a challenge. My name gets spelled <laughs> wrong a lot. Um, and then I actually have two separate um, 
Instagram pages. One of them is also Kristen Stevens. I have one that focuses a little bit more on my running uh, training and that journey. And that one is uh, run underscore ride underscore lift. So oh, cool. okay. uh, I try to stay pretty active on both of them and mm-hmm. kind of provide some, some real life content on there. Awesome. And that's what we like here. So, all right. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time today, but Kristen, again, thank you so much for being on today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. No problem. And for you guys listening out there, thank you again for tuning in today. Um, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to hit that listen button. If you guys want to hear more episodes or there's one that you missed, you guys can find all of these episodes at womengoingbig.com or on the anchor.fm dashboard at forward slash women going big. Um, If you guys want to be on the show, if you guys have a topic that you want me to cover, I can definitely find a guest to cover that topic. It's not something I've done yet. I've had some great conversations so far, Um, but let me know and let me know what you think about this show. And uh, until next week, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we'll chat soon. Thanks guys. Bye.